재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Everyone's favorite artistic wanderer is back. Mark Wilson is all about finding the artistic treasures that lurk in every alley and byway of the city. And he brings them to us and he suggests how you too can enjoy uh, the treasures of the city for yourself. And for weeks now, it seems like months, he has made a beautiful video featuring the visuals of what he talks about. That is on our social media. So if you're in a position to do so, if you're not driving and if you're not at work or whatever, fire up Facebook.com slash Koreascape and you'll see some of the stuff we're talking about. Good morning, Mark. You said everybody's favorite artistic wanderer. Well, I guess I'm the only one, so I guess I'm everybody's favorite by default. Right? Hey, man. Yeah, well, you're, you're, you, you, you know, <laughs> most people one, are yeah. either artistic or they're wanderers, but mm-hmm. you have managed to combine both. Uh, yeah, you know, that's very true. And this week in today's segment, we went pretty literal with the, the meaning of artistic wanderer. Uh, do you remember back in November 2017, I went to Mole Art Village Yep. And I met that guy named Sing Lao Lee. He was yep. like the metal guy, right? And then back in February, I also went to Iwa Mural Art Village and I checked out all the decorated buildings and murals. Yeah. Yeah. Murals. Uh, I mean, it's one of Seoul's strengths because we've got a whole lot of flat, gray, concrete walls. And when the city turns loose artists on those walls, very wonderful things happen. That's absolutely right. And for today, I'll talk about two more artistic pockets in the city that aren't nearly as well known uh, as the past two I just said, but they're still great. No less engaging. Way on the east side of Seoul in Gangdong is Kangful Cartoon Alley. Mm. And all the way on the northwest corner of the city is the Hongjedong Ant Village. Both showcase murals and street art, but they also have their own unique, distinctive feel. And I'll tell you, they definitely do, because I, I traveled to both of them on Monday evening. Uh-huh. So I was like running around like a madman. But uh, Ant yeah. Village. That's got me itchy because there's been these new reports of fire ants being found at various uh, ports. Oh, man. That's neither here nor there. Why did they, you'll tell me why they call it Ant Village in just a little while, I'm yeah, sure. That's right. Let's start with the cartoons. So uh, the first place I'd like to talk to is Kangdu. Gangdong Kangpul Cartoon Alley, and that is Gangdong Station Exit 4. That's the uh, purple line, right? And you walk straight, and the alley will appear on your left, and you'll see the welcoming sign with a cute old Korean cartoon couple coming up on your left. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Are you familiar with the artist Kangpul? Kangpul. 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 Is he a Webtoons guy? Yes, he is. He's the that is the pen name of the webtoon artist Kang Doyoung, mm. and he's considered first gen, first generation webtoon artist. Interestingly, Kang Fu has no formal training in art or writing, but in 2002 he launched his website to to display his com- comics, and uh, they really took off from there. I mean, he's first generation. We know how big webtoons are today. Gigantic. Yeah, he was and, webtoons before webtoons were cool. Yeah, absolutely, right. absolutely. And at this. Point, his webtoons are so famous that they've made several feature films off his works. Uh, have you heard of uh, Pablo the Fool? That's one movie. Another one is The Neighbor, and also 26 Years or Iship Yuk Young. I want to see those movies. Yeah. Um, but what I am familiar with is this concept that uh, webtoons is the rich sort of petri dish where producers get ideas for feature films. That's very familiar to me. That's right. And as Kang Fu, he was a resident of Gangdonggu, and in most of his webtoons, the settings or the backgrounds of the actual comic itself was of Gangdong, 
Okay. So in 2013, as a project with the government, local artists and students from Sun Tzu High School Art Club began to paint and draw on the walls of the area. Mm-hmm. Uh, some are murals, others feature the actual characters from Kung Fu's webtoon. Very cool. And before this project, the area was, as we said, it was, it, it, it was just gray walls. It was pretty run down. The residents were... were elderly and aging but now these murals have seemed to have revitalized the area and new cafes bistros and bars have opened up and are run run by younger business owners and entrepreneurs mm. with these new little shops and boutiques next to the older architecture i kind of had um it, it kind of had like almost like a boston feel to it okay because old and new yeah it had the old and new at the same time had nice. that flavor of art to it There are maps that show the root of the cartoon alley, and each mural and piece even has a description and label, like you're almost in an outside gallery, which is, you know, takes up several blocks. Mm-hmm. En route, there are stars painted on the pavement, so that'll actually indicate, and I show that in the video, that indicates whether you're on the official cartoon alley route or not. That's so kind of Boston, too, sort of Freedom Trail-esque, where the road is painted. You can't get off the, uh, the, the, the trail. Yeah, that's right. At one point, there's an intersection in the middle of the main street of the course. And on the corner, there was this really cool-looking restaurant I kept walking past because I was just going around all the different streets and alleys. And this restaurant with vibrant flowers, and there's a design drawn on the window and and empty bottles, like liquor bottles on the outside. It just had this really cool, quirky feel to it. And when I went inside, it was decorated with knickknacks and old posters. So I had no idea, was this like a bar, a cafe, a restaurant? And they just opened when I showed up there. And I just walked in and I had the chance to sit down and talk with the, the owner. And it is actually a tteokbokki bar. So it, it features tteokbokki with, uh, with like cream sauce or, or curry sauce. It's a, bit, it's a bit different. Is that a thing? Tteokbokki bars? I think it, it sounds like this guy might have invented the concept. Yeah, this is kind of a, 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 new, a new concept. And this guy, young dude, uh, E. Hakro, and it turns out his restaurant was the first to really open in this cartoon alley since it was made in 2013. High-end tteokbokki, sort of oat cuisine tteokbokki. Well, think- it's not really high-end. It's, it's like when you go in there, it's just got all this personality and fun, and it's mm. just really, um, I, I would call it just like a really nice tourist spot. You got my gears turning, though, in terms of what's possible. Yeah. Tteokbokki. All right, let's leave that behind. We'll, we'll, we'll brainstorm on that another time. Yeah. So uh, I went ahead and I sat and I talked with him, and he's been there for about two years, and I just asked him, Have there been changes to the area? And he said, absolutely. And the kind of people that go there these days are young people. Of course, foreigners now are starting to show up. And I'll be frank, I think it's, and he and I talked about it, it just seems like a really good place to take a date. It's a date course. Yeah. yeah. That's the first thing that popped into my head when you yeah. said it. Um, you know, and a lot of young people, especially, are looking for. For lack of a better word, cheap date, but uh, I like to call it creative <laughs> dates. <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. you, know, you get a cup that's of coffee nice way to put and it. you stroll through something that's kind of stimulating and you can yeah. talk about it. All right, uh, this creative date. I need to go on a lot more creative dates. Resource, I guess. Let's call it yeah. resourceful dates. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and um, it, I mean, where his restaurant is based, there's just a main street down, down the center of this cartoon alley. 
and just these tiny little bistros and shops and jewelry stores it, it really it's for the younger crowd you know yeah. late 20s early 30s they would love it Perfect. there yeah uh, right down to the dokboki bar you know that's gotta that's right be pretty uh that's where you that's too. where you that's where you uh finish that's right? where you <laughs> yeah that's where you <laughs> that's finish the payoff the right yeah okay he's i was asking was it dangerous to go ahead and, and open and why did you open up here and he just said that um Yeah, it was kind of a risk, but he saw that the area was yeah. starting to become more vibrant, so he just wanted the piece of the action. And now, he, I mean, he struck it because other places are starting to open up. You know what? You got to follow your heart, basically. I mean, uh, life is random, and it's going to uh, hit you with uh, all kinds of uh, random bricks from random directions anyway, mm -hmm. even if you're on a conservative path. So you may as well just uh, take a few chances. Absolutely. And I think, um, you know, if... I, if If I went to Hongdae or Hapjong or Mangwon or Sangsu, those, those new blooming hot areas mm. with young entrepreneurs and business owners, um, if I saw a place like his restaurant, and it's no offense to his restaurant at all, but I don't think I'd really, like, yeah, okay, that's kind of cool. But the fact that it really stands out on, on, on its own mm -hmm. and it's a part of this course, you really right. just want to go in and, and, You got to go where your idea is a novelty and you are something new. If mm -hmm. you try to, you know, if I go and try and start a, an Italian joint in Manhattan, I may as well just throw my money, you know, off a cliff. Right. And But it's just so risky place, though, right? Yeah. Because uh, also at the same time, you could be this new hot thing or it just doesn't bite. It just doesn't hit. So yeah. it's, it's that entrepreneurial risk you That's have to take. That's the excitement. That's the yeah. drama. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So uh, immediately after I... Uh, left there and headed all the way over to the other side of the city to Hongjedong Ant Village or Hongjedong Gamima Game Ma 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 Yeah, jeez. My, my apologies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Gamima. Yeah. No fire really ants. No fire ants. No didn't, ants. Didn't see any. Yeah. Why the allusion then to ants? Um. So that actually comes from. the kind of representation of the people. The people are just... It's also an example of a, uh, the, one of the moon villages mm. that we've talked about, the Daodongne. They're like up moon high. They're, so, they're closer to the moon than the usual village because they're way up on a hill. It used to be the undesirable real estate, but now that there are cars, right. it's kind of cool real estate. Yeah, well, the thing is, um, I had to... So this is how you get there. You go to Hongjie Station, that's line three, And you get out either exit one or two, and you have to take the Maul bus or the local bus number seven, and you have to take that all the way up to the hill at the yeah, end of the line. Yeah. It'll drop you off at the base of Inhuangsan or Ingwang Mountain. Yep. But you'll actually start seeing murals before you, you uh, get to the end of the line. So actually, I got off early so I could trek up a little bit and check them out. You know who loves these little sort of uh, villages is Stray Cats. Uh, they're all over the place. That's so funny because if you check out my video, I feature one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this cool. Yeah. There he is right oh, there. Okay. Yeah. Super cool. Oh, very chill cute. cat. Yeah. 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 Tons of, <laughs> tons of cats. Um, so like I said, this ant village, not only does it, I guess the term sort of, they say it represents the people, but also it is reminiscent of kind of an anthill. This, this mountain, I think it's, uh, I think it's, a little over 350 meters so it's not terribly high and it's it's more of a glorified hill frankly yeah. but um these these small homes are right in the side 
of mm-hmm. this hill. So yeah. it kind of is reminiscent kind of, of shanties, a, aren't they? I mean, it's from an earlier era, and a lot of these villages are disappearing full stop. That's right. I mean, some of the rooftops are pretty traditional uh, uh, rooftops and everything like that. And um, so it is a moon village, and the murals were uh, made in 2009 as a project to revitalize the area. Mm-hmm. And apparently on the screen here, uh, thanks to our lovely uh, PD, says the na- this neighborhood became more popular after it was briefly featured in a movie, Miracle in C- Cell Number no. 7. That's uh, pretty cool. 7번 방의 선물, I guess, yeah. is the uh, Korean title of that. PD has got trivia all the time. That's that she right. fires at us. Almost makes us look smart sometimes, but... Uh, Even she cannot manage that task. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, we're in trouble, man. Careful. (laughs) Okay, so yeah. Um, And and, and this, you said 2009, Mm -hmm. the murals went in almost as a local beautification project. Yeah, and the thing is, this is a quite different feel from the first place that I talked about today because it hasn't really been maintained and the paint is starting to wear down a bit, as is the building's. And it really does have that moon village aging kind of feel. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, just the view. I mean, you walk up the hill, and if you turn around and look down the path that you came, uh, Bukansan is just looming in the background right behind the city. Uh, I happen to go there during the sunset. So, And the murals themselves vary. There's a lot of flowers and plants. Like murals, but there's some more contemporary prism-like mm. murals, and then there's like a giant SpongeBob SquarePants mural. You gotta, you gotta put them in there. <laughs> I'm so. pretty sure I went to this with. Uh, oh, really? About a year or two years ago. This program's about three years old now. I uh, went there with John Dunbar and I believe Colin Marshall, our urbanist guy, and uh, along with the murals, you see some of these places that are just simply abandoned. And we walked in, and it's 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 kind of tugs at the heart because yeah. you know there's some of the old family items yeah. like a little tricycle, and residents are still there. Yeah. And, and I would just hear, uh, you know, grandmother playing with her child as, as as I was walking through. I was only the only tourist there at the time, the the only person just mm. checking it out mm. for the murals. Yeah. And I felt like I was just a visitor for a second. I didn't really feel like I was in the city. Yeah, I was a bit nervous about going some of the alleys because I didn't know if it was going to lead me directly into somebody's house and there are some anachronisms built in there too there was um defunct now of course but this giant uh combination soda machine and telephone huh Huh. (laughs) all right get your you know your your can of juice and and electrocuted at the same time oh (laughs) (laughs) you know and you'd put in whatever it cost back then but uh, it looked like something straight out of the 1970s yeah amazing yeah yeah um, and I guess it should be noted, uh, especially with this ant village, that if you're going to go and check it out, you should probably keep the noise down because, uh, you know, this is a community. There are people there. They're going to be curious. Like when I was walking around with my with my camera get up, uh, people were curious and they were they, they, they weren't telling me to stop, but they were just checking out. OK, what's this guy doing? Is he, you know, being strange or anything? But when yeah. they noticed I was just taking Photos I mean, and we've heard a similar, different but similar story with uh, Buktong Hanok Village. Yeah, I mean, some of these places they're that, really enforcing that, right? Like, like there's just giant signs now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I mean it, it it gets popular 
and the locals just get real tired of being sort of uh, a human aquarium or a human right. zoo. Right. Uh, even though people are looking at the murals more than the people, but yeah. uh, you know, having a parade of people coming through and taking selfies and whatnot. So it's it's uh, very important for people to be considerate, right? If they right. go and see, yeah. I mean, stuff. just use common sense, right? right? Uh, but this this area, this Ann Village was, again, it had this kind of aging aesthetic. But I'll tell you what, if you're a photographer, this this would just be a lovely place to go check out to get the, you know, you get parts of the village, you get the um, the aging murals and, and the, the paint mm-hmm. um, there and, and the views as well. I mean, it's just an incredible view. And I'll and and. It is not that far from where I live. I live in Hopchong, right? So I just go at the end of Line 6. So sure. It's a couple stations past yeah, here, yeah. Right? right? You transfer on to Line 3, and it's just a couple stations from there. So it's not too terribly far. And and it you're in a mountain, and you go to the top of the Ant Village. Then it's the national park of that, that actual mountain right there. So you can go for a hike as well. It'd be a great place to bring a model to. Yes. You know? Maybe somebody dressed in, in very modern, edgy kind of fashions. We see those uh, young, like, uh, uh, fashion photographers and yeah. they'll have their friend or, or just a hired model dress up and try to find these different spots. So this would be a great, great place. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So, uh, some ideas there circulating. Um, what else do we need to know? Anything uh, in terms of uh, what you personally saw there? You uh, made a video of uh, both areas. It's a colorful spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it was. It was is quite a rush for me because I just needed to have the material ready, mm-hmm. uh, and so I had to do them back to back in the same evening. Yeah. Um, but because of that, it not was, usually far from each other. Right. Right. Yeah. And, but this was this was a good hour plus away from each other. Oh, okay. So they uh, are far. Yeah. These no. These are quite far. Gangdong is like East Side Line Five towards the end, and then and then uh, Ant Village is West Side, all the way on the other end of Line Six. So Ant Village is the one that's kind of closer into Muledong. Right. And all that right. Stuff. Right. Yeah. And then uh, I would I would say that Gangdong is a bit closer to Chamshil, East Side that area. Muledong is really cool. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, there's, it's just, we've talked, we talk about it a lot on this program because it has various appeals. It has sort of the schizophrenia of daytime metalworking area, nighttime artistic mm-hmm. village area. Uh, and then there's like little cafes, restaurants, and stuff like that. When mm-hmm. I went through Muledong last time with Colin Marshall, yeah. there was open, you know how they have open mic nights? This was open tap dance night. Ah, and everybody brought their it's tap so, dances. Yeah, it's quite hip. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's it's also Mulei Dong is known for the heavy metal scene as well. When I talk to Sing Loud Lee, uh, but that's why I really like these areas that I visited too because um, they aren't overly popular. Yeah. So it, this this is uh, Gangdong uh, cartoon village or the the alley is a great place to take a friend take mm-hmm. a date mm-hmm. where it's a bit more romantic and intimate and then if you want to be a photographer and get some awesome shots without a lot of people go all the way to ant village cool yeah mark we've got a minute or two and i want to uh get you to tell us a little bit about this very special project that you're working on at some oh, point you want to you want to hear about that about a month from now we're gonna bring okay. you in and you're gonna break it down completely for okay. us. okay this this is off the cuff i was not planning this so geez <laughs> i didn't prepare anything so uh it's called create with a k yeah uh, K standing for Korea. What's the rest stand oh, for? Oh, God, you're going to have to make me think of it. So it's <laughs> Koreans returning. Oh, man, I can't remember. Is it adoptees? Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's essentially 
myself and another person, another Korean adoptee, Caitlin Hameki, we will be curators of this, this art show. And it's going to feature nine different Korean adoptees. Uh, and it will be various mediums. It will have, will feature photographers. We've got, uh, painters, of course. We have a multi, a couple multimedia. We've got one metalwork jewelry maker. Wow. Who, no, I'm not talking about like she puts the pieces together. I'm talking about she 3D renders and prints them out and then, and then she'll actually file it down and, awesome. and make actual jewelry. So, It's going to be pretty awesome. Korean hope, adoptee yeah. artists, all of them. I didn't realize there was that robust of a Korean adoptee artist. So, I mean, that, the, there are unofficial numbers, but I think they're up in the thousands residing in Korea, mm. living in Korea. Not even, of course, not in, even in the world, but... Yeah. You're a Korean adoptee and yes. an artist. Are you going to limit yourself to just curating or are you one of the nine artists? That, that's, that is the question. I'll tell you what, man. It's so much work. I mean, I got to put... I got to do... Uh, the video package and, and maybe prepare more materials and stuff. Right. And I just haven't made anything. So, yeah. Mark, a, lot of, a lot of people are on top I'm going to tell you your own acronym that you couldn't remember just a oh, moment yes. ago. Oh, hey, yes. Thanks, with Linda. K, Koreans Returning Emerging Artistic Talent Exhibition. Yeah, that's July Create. 28th. July yeah. 28th at 6 p.m. And you'll better believe I'm going to do a segment on it in the future. Yeah, well, well I will, we will demand it. And yeah. in fact, I'll be interested to see what kind of themes emerge. I hope people can come because uh, uh, it, I'm going to invite a lot of the artists and curators and directors and filmmakers I've met from my pe previous artistic wanderings. So hopefully there's just going to be a collection of really cool, engaging people there. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I'm hoping for. Including, we can also tease the fact that uh, Mark, the science and technology the guy other Mark, this Mark morning. Mark Zastro. Oh, yeah. The you, other Mark. You guys are all Science minutes. Mark. <laughs> science. I'm, I'm art Mark. You're art Mark. Yeah. And he's science Mark. Yeah, we he's don't gonna, talk about him. <laughs> so are you going to contribute to his science fair later? Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I, hey, if he, needs, if he needs a video, <laughs> we'll right. see. Mark, appreciate it as always. Thank you very much for coming in. I'll see you soon. All right. Thanks a lot, Kurt.